Okay, uh, we're live. <laughs> we're live. Okay. Good morning, comics people. It's a very special episode uh, this Sunday morning and also uh, evening because in the other part of the world, because we have a special guest today, is the Amerikaiju and its creator, Mr. Edgar Pastel. Yeah, hi guys. Good morning. Yeah, before anything else, we, uh, let's uh, try to share uh, the stream so we can get more uh, views. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you want me to share, uh, share my stuff or is that what you're uh, saying? Share. I shared the link on uh, FB. Yeah, the actual on stream. Uh, I mean. Oh, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. You let okay. me know, I'm ready. You can share, Nick, you can share it on the private chat. So Edgar oh, can okay. see. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, we're live. Mute it, mute it. Well, it's on our okay. page. I cannot copy it, <laughs> but it's it's on our okay, page. Okay, I will do it na lang, na lang. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, sharing. Thank you so much uh, for the early birds that watching our stream. It's uh, different from our usual schedule, but thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, it's because of time difference regarding this one. I think. Edgar is our uh, first non-Filipino uh, guest, right? Is <laughs> the first. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad uh, to have that honor. Yeah, yeah on us, us, us too. And also, we're gonna talk about a, uh, a special. Uh, I think your baby when it comes to your work. But before that, can you please tell us uh, a little bit? about yourself but before answering that question welcome jess in our stream <laughs> you made it hey guys yeah okay, oh it's all right it's, uh, all, i think no it's all right i think we called it here uh, the filipino time is that right <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit of late on everything when it comes to scheduling, which is just a joke, we're, we're really punctual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, thank you so much. And um, all right, let's talk about a little bit about yourselves and your backgrounds. Um, and you can also introduce yourself on what uh, part of the Amerikaiju team, uh, uh, like your uh, uh, what you do there. Okay, uh, let's start with you, Edgar. Oh, sure. Um, so I'm. Uh, I, I basically I, I created the uh, the series. I've um, I've had this idea for quite a number of years. I think since 2009, and I finally, um, Zach. You know, I mean, pretty much 10 years later, started up this um, this idea. But I, I created the the series, and I also write, and I do. Um, I do the uh, the lettering in the comic as well. All right, yeah, thank you. Lots of hats. <laughs> lots of, lots of, like a jack of all trades. How about you, Jess? That's a very good answer. Ano pare? Ano ginagawa mo sa ano? America Iju? Paano mangyari to? Ah. Uh, I started. Uh, I, 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 I've been on, on contact with Ed Edgar when uh, when my call one of my callers uh, from uh, the other and I've been recommended as an artist with Edgar. I work on um, Maria Marian's Marian's. Uh, oh my god, I did not understand anything, Jess. Your connection is terrible. <laughs> but uh, what I understand regarding those information, you and Edgar have been in contact for uh, quite some time now. And uh, and one of your colorists, um, uh, Edgar has been looking for a colorist, jumped into this. And that'd be Miguel, right? 
Uh, yeah, Miriam Mar is the is the colorist that actually put us together. Um, okay. That was almost almost a year ago, I think, right? Just because um, it's been it's been a while. Um, I was I was actually looking slowly um, building the team, and uh, I came across Miriam's uh, Miriam's work, which is excellent. And um, she and I she and I started a conversation. Initially, I was going to do all of the all of the artwork, and uh, you know, I learned very quickly that. It's a very specialized job, and, um, and you know I, I should probably spread out the, the workload. And uh, Miriam actually put us in touch, and once I saw his artwork, I, I fell in love with the style that um, it just—he makes it look so easy, you know. <laughs> well, that's uh, sounds fantastic. And now you have your own Avengers for Americaiju right here. That's right. Yeah. All and right, we're so only missing, we're only missing Miguel today. Yeah, Miguel, wherever you are, <laughs> you're missing, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you're being me. Okay, for our local and uh, here and our Filipinos right here, can you tell us a little bit background, something that uh, they could learn about this wonderful comics that you have, Edgar? What is uh, this all about? What's Americaiju? So Amerikaiju is uh, is a is a mashup of two different things. Uh, uh, kaiju, of course, is the one that everybody recognizes. That's it, it means monster in Japanese. Um, and basically, the um, I'll tell you a really quick story about how this all came about. I was at a convention, and um, my buddy and I like to sculpt live, and we're doing this show and sculpting, and um, out of nowhere, this group of guys comes over. <clears throat> Guy takes a look and he goes, Americans can't do kaiju. He just walked away. And I was like, that, that's an odd thing. It got me, it got me mad, you know. So I was like, yeah, you know, I was gonna walk over and talk to him and everything. Probably not talk, but um, my buddy stops me and he's like, no, nah, let it go, you know. Um, and then I, I, I spent the, the rest of that weekend thinking about it and like just kind of seething. And um, on Monday, I came to work with a much more clear head, and I thought, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove that guy wrong. I'm gonna do like some project that shows that I can do monsters. So I started sketching monsters, but then I was like, I, I don't want to do another Godzilla, another Japanese monster that's already out there. The whole point is that his his point was that Americans can't do kaiju. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own thing, right? And and I pulled from what I from what I have around me, which is the American mythical monsters. Um, for for us, chupacabras and um, the the Momo, like Dorona, um, you know, there's Jersey Devil. There's a lot of local monster lore uh, that I could that I could pull from, and um, that's that's really where it all started. And the comic itself is. Me asking the question, can a five-year-old take on these mythical American monsters and still have time for a nap? So, you know, he, he's still a kid. He's still a five-year-old, right? And I want to show that it's still a five-year-old at, at the core of the whole story. Uh, but there's some cool monsters. There's some amazing fights, thanks to Jezreel's uh, beautiful artwork. Um, he really brings out the, the action and all of the, those things, you know? But yeah, that, that's the story. Hey, Roy. You know Roy, too? <laughs> I, I, I get around in a lot of different circles. <laughs> Good morning to you, Roy. But yeah, that is pretty, pretty awesome. You made a comics out of spite. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly where, where it started from. A, a lot of things in my life start that way. <laughs> but it turned out... But that's why it turned out to be really beautiful, kid-friendly, and really uh, full of adventure. And also, it also takes on a lot of uh, different monsters from your culture. It, it's right, it's right. really a cultural thing as well. Because I, I can relate that uh, on our Filipino side of comics that we like to. There's the same thing about that, that we 
also take from our own mythical creatures. And right. I do really do adore this this premise of America I do. Right, yeah, I think, uh, you know, after after we talked, um, I think it was maybe two weeks ago that, that we had chatted, uh, you and I, um, we, were, we were talking about, um, you know, a couple different things and you brought up Trece and I and I, I was I was just starting to watch the series, and now you know now after watching it and experiencing it, it's 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 um uh, it's it's funny and, and scary how how um, similar the the two are right because <laughs> Trece in that in that same sense I mean they're they're going in a different route but they're still using the local lore to uh, to feed all of these stories and I, I thought that was amazing and I, I think they did a wonderful job. Yeah, I think that, yeah, it, it, they have their similarities, but very unique at the same time. But uh, right. I really, really do adore those comparisons. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean, if, if, if I'm even in the same conversation as, as their work, I mean, that's, uh, that's a beautiful thing, right? Yeah, definitely. You're going on the right direction regarding that one. Right. Oh, what else can we uh, say about this? Um, how about ano? How about the indie scene or in 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 Calif in where are you? California. Yeah, I'm in California. Yeah. Uh, how is the indie scene in the California? How do people take this kind of a beautiful project? How 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 do they support it? How's the scene exactly? Yeah. So right, I mean, it, it's very different right now because uh, because of COVID, but um, but normally. Um, you know, normally stories are, are you know, um, it takes a lot of work on on the creative side, um, a lot of marketing. But um, but I think once we get out there a little bit more, um, you know, not only not only in person because I think I will have to do some in-person events, but um, you know, even even podcasts like yours uh, allowing me to to come on and talk about. The, uh, the project in, in more detail and really give a, a answer more of those questions that, that may be that may be out there. Um, you know, I think that's really the best way to get to get word out there and to, to really um, break in a little bit more because it is it is a little bit tough. Uh, I'm in the best part of the world, I think, for for something like this because um, you know I, I'm I'm very close to movie studios and TV studios. Uh, I have a lot of artists around me, um, a lot of comic book, um, a lot of comic book uh, companies are based in LA as well. Um, so I have a lot of things at my at my fingertips that I can that I can take advantage of, and also some of the biggest uh, comic book shops are, are out here as well. So I'm I'm gonna try my best to take advantage of that position that I'm in. Yes. <laughs> that's great yeah but to yeah, answer yeah. succinctly it's very tough it's a, it's a tough uh tough place to be in but it's but it's fun yeah, yes, uh, also here in the philippines especially during the pandemic but it's a great also time to do some side projects like like comics because we have uh more time for our for our passion than just going to work right right yeah and i think thanks to the very you know very much thanks to jezrel all of this stuff has really come to life in the, in the last couple of months yeah, yeah in I, order uh, yes go ahead mick what's your question yeah i think I, I i just want to follow up uh the question regarding uh the indie scene there in california how's how's the audience there how's how's uh How's the people there uh, who likes indie? How are how are they uh, supporting uh, the indie scene there? Well, actually, yeah, it's it's um, it's awesome to see the, the 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 support, right? Because uh, even like I I just did the Kickstarter, and there there was that very much local support, um, which helps me in a lot of ways, right? Because uh, like you're saying, it's it's local support, uh, but for for um, purposes of a Kickstarter. Um, it's awesome because I don't have to ship anything overseas. I don't, you know, different states. It's very, you know, it's very easy that way. But, um, but the the crowd here, I think, has has very much, um, even though they're they're open to new things, 
uh, I would say that it takes a lot to really convince and take, you know, get, get them away from something that they're currently enjoying and reading. But, uh, but I found that, um, you know, for instance, for me, it all stemmed from the name Amerikaiju and then everything else just kind of was built into it. Um, and luckily enough for me, it's a good enough name that when people hear it, they automatically know uh, that it's monster related and that it's American monsters related. Um, and if they're into monsters, you know, they're, they're already hooked, right? They're already interested. Um, so in that sense, I, I have it a little bit easy, but it's still a very tough, very, uh, very difficult to get into um, the, the indie comic scene here. Yeah. Go ahead, RD. <laughs> I, no, no, no. I no. just uh, got, uh, distracted with the sound. Do you have a follow-up on that? Well, that, that's a... Uh, and on top of that, uh, when on top of the... Uh, with the click on the name, uh, they'll be delved into more things when they try to read these comics. There's a lot more. Not, not just the title itself. That's a, a very good... Right. Have you already um, reached your goal in the no in the Kickstarter? What what was that? Have you uh, already reached your goal in the Kickstarter? Yeah, so so we uh, we finished up the uh, the Kickstarter May sixth, and it was uh, thank God it was successful. We, uh, we yeah, congrats! I think it was like one hundred and three percent. So yeah, thank you so much. It it was uh, it was definitely a nail biter at the at the very end because we didn't make our goal till about uh, one in the morning the day of so it was very it was very very tight it's like buzzer beater yeah <laughs> that's nice okay so um so the uh, uh, goal is already reached but do you have uh, like i think it's kickstarter it's uh, uh continuous funding is it continuous funding and you just no. have to stretch the reward yeah, unfortunately, no. about that. Yeah, I, I wish, I wish I could continue, uh, you know, uh, earning, earning more, uh, more dollars that way. But no. Um, so once it ends, you have, you only have a certain time period. Um, I set it up for thirty days. Um, once that thirty days is up, it, it stops everything. Um, but if people are interested in the comic book, uh, they could go on on our website. They can get there through our through our social media or directly in the website. It's um, americaijucomic.com. Uh, all of our social media is americaijucomic, and uh, and we have issue one on sale now. That's available, and, and I believe the um, the digital version is only two ninety nine, which is awesome. Uh, and we have uh, issue two dropping July twenty first, and then issue three is August. 11. So it's all very, very, very tight. <laughs> that was a very tight deadlines and releases, but yeah, more for the fans to read. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah and that's, that's exactly the point. I, I uh, you know, I, I could have done, I could have done one comic very slowly with, with Jez and, and, and Miguel, uh, you know, over the course of two or three months and release that every, you know, release one every three months. But um, I feel like it's not enough um, mm -hmm. for for fans, you know. With uh, with uh, for instance, Netflix, right? Uh, we've we've gotten so used to getting everything up front, or at least a giant bundle of episodes, and binge watching those and going, "Give me more, give me more," right? Um, and that's that's basically what I want with this comic book is for for people to read these first three and to say, give me more, right? I want more of this uh, story. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, that's, that's why we're, um, that's why the, the Kickstarter uh, really helped. It didn't, it, you know, the, the Kickstarter was not to, to see if, if it would live or not. It was basically just to make it faster. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. In, in our times nowadays, we really sure like to uh, take on eat that much content as we want as a as a digital consumer like that yeah i think this is a really good 
season one of America Kaiju. Right. If people gonna get it that fast. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I do actually want to ask just some questions. Uh, yeah, I guess he's having problems with this. Wait, let's try that question. Let's try that. Yeah, right, yeah, I guess uh, because uh, yeah, Edgar mentioned about the, the you know the the deadlines and everything uh, with with the tight schedules. I just uh, want to ask him if uh, how how does it fare to him uh, doing uh, some stuff uh, with Edgar and how 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 does uh, he handle that uh, deadline and everything? Those deadlines. Yeah. Exactly, but uh, uh, let's see if uh, we can get just to answer that. <laughs> That's a very good question, actually. Well, I can tell you, I am a dream to work with. <laughs> <laughs> I I can say uh, that as well because even though you made you make time to reply, definitely and handle the uh, concerns immediately once you have time. Yeah, I, I definitely try my best to because, um, you know, I, I've my in my career I've been a designer for for um, almost decades, and I know what it's like to to not get an answer right away, and to be sitting there, you know, wanting to finish, you know, as a as an artist, you you, you know, sometimes you feel like you're never gonna finish, but you want to have feedback and you want to you know you want to be able to, to move on to the next uh, client and it's difficult if um oh thank you mel uh, it's very difficult if, if the 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 person in charge is not answering and not not being communicative you know mm -hmm. uh, thank you so much uh for that yeah it really uh, it's a really good thing that you have that that you know that designer uh part of it because you, you've been in the industry for quite a, a long time already. Yeah, I think uh, the people that you're working with uh, really is uh, really happy that you have that concern regarding those uh, situations. Hey, we do have a question from Bong Radilla, our friend oh. from the States as well. Oh, nice. Well, well nice, to, nice to somewhat meet you, Bong. Uh, so, uh, it's my first comic book Kickstarter. Uh, I've done other Kickstarters for um, for other projects that I've that I've had going, uh, but um, but first Kickstarter for for comics. And thank God it went well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing it really went well. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, I think uh, I noticed some. Uh, there's a lot of characters here since yeah. Uh, the concept is basically more of like a, a monster thing. Uh, uh, do you have any favorite favorite characters there? Oh, that's I, a good one. Because I think I, I, do, I do like the, the skull guy uh, there. Uh, yeah, so, so the, the guy you see there in the in the center. Actually, if I if I can share my screen, I can. Um, I you can probably share it with me so I can uh, preview it. Um, or or he, he or Edgar can really actually share his screen. He could just uh, on the middle, uh, bottom part. He could share. Oh, there we go. And let me see. Oh, oh, oh that's, that's a really clean cool. desktop. I admire how clean it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is a piece by a, a really good friend of mine. Also, uh, a. a Good friend of mine from the Philippines. Uh, he, my my buddy Ryan. This is Ryan Tumaliwan. Um, Ryan and I went to college here in uh, in California. Um, mm -hmm. Very very interesting guy. Um, actually, I have his final here at the bottom. Take a look at this thing. Oh, wow. right. I mean, what else can you say about That's his work? Cool. Um, That's very cool. Uh, what I can say is I hate it. I hate it how much I love it. <laughs> right. I mean, I hate it's alive, super I talented. It. And to answer your question, yeah, I mean, uh, this is the main character. His name is Hero. Uh, I wanted to make it easy for, for the readers. Uh, his name is Hero, and he is the alter ego to our five-year-old um, Hero. Let's see if I can with my... Um, so I can show you a couple more 
of the covers. You guys were looking at the Bon Bernardo piece. Um, so Bon is also another Filipino artist. Um, bon bon um, is amazing. I don't know if you guys are already familiar with his work, but uh, he does all of these portraits, um, you know, for for other people as, as commissions and. You know, he draws people as a Power Ranger or as their favorite character in, in any manga. And he really, if you if you see his work, he really, really pays a lot of attention and nails the likeness. Uh, so if you look, if you look at the little boy here, that's that's our main character uh, as a boy. And then uh, when he turns into hero and um, basically that's my son. But what, what you see there is, is my little my little guy, um, and that's why I went to to Bond because he does have that talent to to really nail um, the the likeness down. Um, and let's see, I have some of. I mean, I think my uh, this is what I would send Jezreel, um my my quick sketches to to like just study uh, very very early on sketches to like. Um, to, to get a feel for what the characters should be. Um, I also sent this to, to Miguel and, and I think he may have laughed at me. <laughs> I'm not good with color, but uh, you know, these guys took, took these, these, uh, these very dirty sketches and, and turned them into the, the magic that you see in the comic book. Um, as far as uh, like favorite character, I tend to, I tend to like the monsters better Thank you, David. Or yeah, Kazuki. Um, I I tend to like monsters better. That's where I you know my um, my interest is more in the monsters than, than anything else. Um, so I, I you know I do a lot of a lot of the design work for um, for these guys. And this is another one like Chupacabras. I I sent over to him um, the Goat Man. Oh, it's the first time I see this. Is there a yeah, story? yeah. Yeah, these these guys are are the, um, the you know again the sketches that I send over to Jez, and then he draws them in his style and, and applies everything into into the um, the comic to make it all look the same, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like this. Thank you. Uh, what what were the inspirations for for uh, these characters? Are there any uh, inspirations or like uh, references? Yeah, so there, it's it's um, it's a lot of reference, a lot of a lot of different things. So like Smelly Gaster is the one that's on the screen right now. Um, there are images of, of this monster that are that are uh, a, a little bit old, where uh, it's basically they describe the monster, and it's more to to describe for like newspapers and stuff. But this guy they described as having um, a metal a metal beak. Uh -huh. Tentacles coming out of that beak, um, wings and claws. <laughs> there you go. So, so the the inspiration was basically taking that description and saying, "Well, how can I make it something that fits in the world that I'm building? Uh, I want to make it really cool and, and kind of give it the 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 feel like uh, almost my style of Power Ranger monsters, right?" Yeah, they, yeah. If I were making these things, how would I design them? And you know, adding a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, different personality to each one. Um, yeah. yeah it, well, it, it, it has a great hoof, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. when when I first saw these monsters design, the the first the new two that I I saw, I think they can really be. Uh, fighting the Power Rangers, exactly. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I spent uh, I spent a little over five years working for Power Rangers, um, and you know, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about storytelling, and that's that's uh, really what what pushed me to to finally make this comic book real. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, for the most part, it, it you know, I'm I'm looking at it as how would I create a monster that lives in that in that same genre of monsters, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it really takes really good form with that experience of yours. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and I, yes, think, me? Uh, I mean, they, they have some differences uh, in Power Rangers and uh, yeah, in your story. They, they, they have uh, 
sort of uh, had uh, different vibe. Yeah, the uniqueness. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with the stuff that we're that we're adding to them. Um, yeah. You know, um, I'll see if I can find Busco, which is the, the the turtle guy that we were talking about. Um, for him, I, I really went deep into into the story of how and you know how they they um, what makes them famous and all of that. But um, you know, adding some touches that are almost Easter eggs. Uh, if you look at the monsters that are on right now, I added mm -hmm. a, a few things like the fishing gear on the frog guy. Um, you know, he has a very special um, piece of jewelry that hangs from his side that, mm -hmm. that will be part of the story. Um, you know, the, the the other guy on the far left in the, in the gray is uh, is supposed to be a water creature, right? And I, and I was like, I really like this character, but how do I put him out, you know, for him to fight and, and not have to put our hero inside of a lake, you know, uh, <laughs> it, would feel, it would feel weird, right? So uh, I, I figured, yeah, why, why not? Let's put him in a wheelchair. So that guy, that guy's in a wheelchair, right? And he wheels around and he, you know, he fights that way. But uh, you know, there, there's there's a lot that goes, a lot of thought that goes into into each one of these monsters. Oh yeah, we have uh, some questions. Uh, for Mel, uh, from Mel, uh, well, Mel is one of our uh, co-hosts here. Yeah, unfortunately, he was, he was not able to to come to come join with us because he have uh, some uh, power problems. Power problem as well. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, his question is: uh, Are you familiar with uh, the older Sentai series like Bioman or Maskman? You know, I I wish I I wish I were more familiar because I keep hearing a lot of good things about those those series. Um, I've seen a few images. Um, in the past, but I haven't, I haven't really quite jumped into the shows yet. Yeah, but I, I think it hasn't been uh, distributed that well there, right? Not, not as much. But there's, there's a big otaku um, fandom that brings a lot of that stuff over. All right, yeah. I see. Yeah, it has a very large fan base there. Because yeah, I think. At some point, I, I'm actually actually one of uh, those fans that I really admire Super Sentai series. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can really say they, they have they have a lot of uh, really good fans. And yeah, uh, yeah year, Power Rangers and Super Sentai in uh, in general, uh, they, they, most of them both in like. The we started with the original Sentai's, the Japanese ones. Then then they show. Then when we grow up, they show the Power Rangers, and we also grow up. The Ultraman with the real oh, big yeah. monsters and the Godzillas, like that. So we are, we have this thinking that we it's cool to have those monsters and big giant robots fighting. So I think uh, we Filipinos have are very connected with this America Jew because yeah, like that. Because of the monsters, because of our bringing, because of the fighting huge robots that we have all together. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the mix of our love for these monsters right here. Yeah, I just want to say the, uh, our fascination with uh, these characters itself. I think that's what uh, Filipinos uh, really get interested to because of this, uh, the type of monsters, uh, what they look like. And some right. of us once, well, some of us, uh, even wanting to be like that monster because they look so cool and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. That you know, I, I think, uh, you know, again, growing up for me, the um, the lure of those shows has always been the monsters. It's always been that, right? I, um, I it was a little a little too late for me uh, for Power Rangers because that was mid '90s already. Um, you know, I was already interested in other things and. I would, I would, I would catch it every once in a while for two or three minutes. I would think it was the cheesiest thing, and I would just, I'm, I'm over here, right? But I would go, oh, wait a minute, what's that? You know, oh, there's, that monster looks kind of cool. I didn't expect that from this, you know. Or, wow, that that robot is really cool. And you know, you see the Megazords and the Zords and all of that stuff flying around. You know, um, the design and the thought process that goes into those. Um, you know, it, it's amazing to me, and I, I love 
looking at those and, and exploring and finding new things every time that I see them. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that you said that it's too late for you, it still it catches your attention still. <laughs> right. Right. All right. So as we talked uh, earlier, you have one, two, and uh, the third issue very coming very soon but do you have any other future plans future plans for this that people could uh wait for yeah for sure so right now we're we're working on issues one two actually we we released issue one early in april issue okay. two is is due in july and issue three is coming up in august um after that i'm marching right along um once we're done with uh, with three, uh, most likely just well is going to jump on five, and and move on. We uh, I signed on another artist to give Jezreel a little bit of a little bit of a break because I, as you were mentioning, it is a it is a very tough schedule, um, and and I hired two two different artists uh, because we're working we're not only working on one two and or two and three right now. Um, mm -hmm. I'm also working on Zero, which is going to be uh, a precursor and show you a little bit of the world, how big the world actually is. Mm -hmm. for these wow, characters. that that is something amazing to look forward to. Like the whole the whole uh, world building thing, that's really fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, what that one is going to focus on, um, if you see the, um, let me go back to those covers. Uh, if if you look here, so Hero is is in the middle, uh, the skull guy, and to his right and to his left, you have these two brothers, and they are his mentors. Uh, the guy in blue, his name is Van, and he is he is very meticulous. He wants to plan everything and and make sure that you know every little piece on the on on the board is perfect, and he has an exit strategy. Um, whereas his brother in the red, his name is Sid. He's he's like, just give me a hammer, let's do it, right? And he's walking past you as he's doing it. And he's just like, let's get, let's go. Uh, they're two very different uh, personalities, and they're both going to be in Hero's ear as he's fighting, as he's talking, as he's, you know, doing everything. They're in his ear, like, no, do it this way, do it that way, don't do that. Like a backseat driver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and the issue zero is gonna is gonna show you how they became mentors why are they ghosts right why are they in this position and i'm gonna explore a little bit of that in, in issue zero to give a little more clarity uh, for for those folks because i did get a lot of questions about that and um you know even though you know it, it will be answered uh, continuing to say oh it's gonna be answered is not you know, it's not that easy. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, people want to see it. it. Right, right. Yeah, I'm actually hope, hoping to to see if there are any uh, story behind uh, the creature they are standing on. <laughs> because yeah, uh, yeah, I find yeah. it uh, really cute for me. Yeah, so that's that's actually going to be part of a scene that's an issue too. Oh yeah, I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, little little hints. <laughs> Those hints yeah. and a little bit of details. Uh, to, to, to add another question, are there any uh, plans for uh, for it to be? I mean, aside from uh, from the Kickstarter, uh, because I think uh, I guess uh, there there's some local uh, Filipino uh, people who wants to see it. Are there any chances uh, that we can see it uh, here? Distributed Locally? in the uh, internationally. Yeah, aside from the Kickstarter. Yeah, so on uh, what what I'm doing is I'm also releasing issues one, two, and three after they're after the release for the Kickstarter people. They will be released digitally and in print uh, on on the website. And then um, moving forward, I think we we've had we've had other plans, uh, but I'm uh, I'm going to look into a partnership with with somebody I've been discussing uh, things with over in the Philippines, um, specifically Philippines, because we have a lot of Filipino yeah. um, fans, apparently. Um, 
and and basically I'm looking to see if we can do a short print run specifically for the Filipino crowd because it, it's very very expensive for me to to ship. I think it's yeah, like it, uh, forty or fifty dollars. It, it cost me for for uh, for a poster once. Yeah, that was maybe a month ago. Yeah, and that that hurt because I, I did not make fifty bucks on a poster. <laughs> so yeah, I think those are the the a little bit of bumps in regards to distribution. But thank God for the digital era, so they can right. uh, definitely I have it. Noticed, I also noticed that you have uh, some vinyl toys on your Kickstarter. Yes. Did you do the sculpt for that? Because you also mentioned earlier that you were sculpting. Yeah. So I I do a lot of sculpting. Uh, I, I put up Artie's um, cover there in the meantime, but uh, but yeah, I, I, you guys were talking about this guy here. Yeah. Let's see if I can. Uh, I can't share this guy, but anyway. Wait, uh, me. Uh, whoa! Wait, wait a minute. Uh, you don't have to worry about it. I have. I have him here. There. Oh, there you go. So it's a it's a little difficult to see because he's in white. This is our uh, our maquette for the uh, website that I'm putting mm -hmm. together. But this this guy uh, he is our our bad guy. His name is Tagaric, and this is what he turns into uh, when uh, when he takes over what uh, what we're calling a mega monster right now. Is basically you have a group of monsters that turn into this bigger monster, and when he joins them, this is what he turns into. He makes this, you know, very, very big, very mean monster, and, um, and this is what you get. So, uh, yes, to answer your question, I, I do a lot of um, a lot of vinyl figures. Um, that, that's something that I've been into in, in the past. Here's the white one. He's he actually comes in in several different colors. Uh, white's probably not the best one to, to use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one's part of the Kickstarter. It's probably easier for you to see, right? Yeah. Wait. Like a uh, rainbow colored variant. Yeah. Yes, we have, we have this guy. This is painted by um, by my nephew, who's who's the uh, the lead decorator for uh, for my little operation. And yeah, I mean, wow. he, did, he did such a wonderful job with these. It it looks so yummy, but terrifying at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, I've done, but I've done a lot of different little uh, little vinyl figures. I did this one for a local uh, a local uh, business that that I support. I also made this for Mr. Stan Lee. What? Wow. Yeah. And a sign. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, I mean, I have I have a lot of a lot of different things out, out here. Um, I started with this guy. This is well, actually here. Not not the place. best. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn! You know, once you decorate him, he looks like this. But uh, he starts off That's blank. Blank. Yeah. Oh my. And then you could decorate them however you like, and that's this is actually what I was working on mm -hmm. when uh, when we had that comment about Americaiju. I was I was sculpting on on top of this guy, um, mm -hmm. customizing him, and that's when you know that that group of guys came over and, and <laughs> made their comment that started this whole thing. So <laughs> you should thank you for guy. those guys. Yeah, <laughs> should bring him some copies. Here it is. You <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah okay so we got another question here uh mel mm -hmm. uh, says uh what are your advice uh, to comic creators that plan to use kickstarter to fund their comics uh i could go on for like an hour on this but uh <laughs> let the brief about you know, it. I, I i learned a lot um I, i've done other kickstarters to you know, to the point that I was making earlier, I've done other Kickstarters, but uh, comic comic was a, a very, very different in a lot of ways. Um, because for me, it came down to like, what artwork do you put at the very top? What do you put at the bottom? 
I thought, let's put all the cool stuff up at the top because, you know, people are going to click and look at that and decide right away if they're going to stay or not. So I put all of my cool stuff at the top. And then all, all of the boring stuff towards the bottom. And I had videos at the bottom because I figured, well, you know, they're going to scroll down and look at it. And for the first 10 days or so, I, I left it like that. And um, I got maybe $400. And I was, I was thinking, man, I'm such a failure. Like, this is going down the tubes. Um, a friend of mine connected me to a marketing team that's local and uh, and they gave me some advice they, they hopped on on the, the the line with me and said okay you're going to want to move the videos to the top you're going to want to do this you're going to want to do that put these things in this order uh, really helped me clean up the, the readability of of the, the page because you're scrolling up and down and uh, I'll, I'll send you a link it's inked marketing inked marketing um Inked.marketing is their is their website, but um, but basically they they came on and helped me figure all of that out. Once it was streamlined, at, at that point we basically started moving. So we had really about eighteen or seventeen or eighteen days really of having a, a real structured um, uh, Kickstarter page uh, because before that it, it was it was really a hot mess. You know, I, I tried my hardest to put things out there, but I had a total of. I think maybe six different things that you could that you could pledge for, and when they came in, they were like, "No, you want thirty or forty? Give them more. Give them more options and more options." And I thought, "Well, people are going to get confused. It's going to be too much, yeah. right? Have too many All options. Right. You're not going to decide." And um, you know, I, I I just said, "You know what? You guys are the are the experts mm -hmm. at this. Let's just do it. See what happens." And it just came out that you know people wanted everything a la carte, and you know they they want the, this cover and that cover, but they don't want this cover. You know they, they just wanted to move everything around. So it really it really helped to have uh, a second pair of eyes on on the campaign, um, especially uh, professionals that that do this for a living. Um, it made it made a huge difference for me. But uh, I would say if, if um, you know other things would be um, i started without any uh, without any advertising without any marketing uh, i didn't go on any podcasts i was just like it's gonna be cool right you know people are gonna see it and, and they'll, they'll fall in love with it and, and nobody knew about it you know for yeah. the first 10 15 days it, it was just out there so i would say um the two things make sure that you have a second pair of eyes on on the campaign have a collaborator and two uh, even more important than that is do your groundwork um do shows like like uh you know the, the show that i'm on um do you know more local shows to you um i mean anywhere that you can get your your property out to would be would be ideal because you want to be able to have uh, people know that that your stuff even exists, um, and, and know people are not going to, you know, just kind of stumble across it. You know, um, even when people stumble across your stuff, they still have to be convinced with some with some really cool stuff. You know. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good advice on that, so that people could be able to support your stuff, and also advertising is really, really, really important. It's yeah. not just uh, as I learned. It's not just getting out there. You get, just let them know what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of uh, a lot of being out in the in the in the public eye, and mm -hmm. you know, um, there there are a lot of us that are creators that that want to create and just sit in our sit in our room and keep creating. Uh, we don't want to. You know, be out in the public and talking, but uh, but it, it it helps if you want to have if you want to gain uh, an audience, you have to give them something to follow, right? And not just cool drawings because a lot of people can make cool drawings. Um, that is right. Get out there and tell them what your what your cool drawings are about. 
there you go. A story behind it, definitely. So there's something more rather than very uh, I like an eye candy for the viewers to see. Yes, definitely. So that they could already, uh, they know that it's cool, but they could see that what's your passionate about it. That's really right, something. Right. And, and really to, to tell more stories that, that people wouldn't normally hear about, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I know we've talked about a lot of different things in, in this first 50 minutes, but reading the comic book, I wouldn't know, you know, that, that Jez was involved to the degree that he was or how he and I met, you know, and those are the things that people want to know, um, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, as uh, an aspiring comic interiors artist, you want to know, hey, how do I get hooked up with a company? How do I get hooked up with a writer or with a project, right? And you're not going to know that unless you see these shows and ask those questions to those creators, right? That is right. Uh, opportunity is uh, you really have to uh, uh, find it yourself or uh, watch these kinds of shows. But thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for this awesome, awesome, awesome episode that we have. So um, before we go, um, uh, let's just uh, have a reminder for where can they get uh, this Americaju and what are your socials that they, they can follow? Yeah, so um, the website is americaijucomic.com and social media is all at americaijucomic. Very easy. Mm -hmm. And and they can uh, actually, do they can uh, purchase the uh, digital copies now of one, is that correct? Yes, and, I, and I'm actually gonna be putting up uh, pre-order buttons for, uh, for issues two and three very soon. Oh, there you go. So follow it up, follow us. And uh, I think this wraps our wonderful morning and evening. Thank you so much. And, all right, uh, guys. It was a pleasure talking to you all. Yes, this is a fun episode. And please do uh, stay tuned for the upcoming issues of Kaiju and its wonderful monsters yes. and people. And uh, have a good morning. Enjoy your Sunday and have a good weekend. Comics